Welcome to the Sleazy Podcast, the podcast about anything and everything, but mostly TV and movies. And now it's time to get sleazy. What's going on, everybody? This is the Sleazy Podcast, episode 55. We have an absentee tonight. That's Rob Zilla. He, we're, we're playing Where in the World is uh, Rob Rob San Diego. He did. Rumor has it he's getting lucky, but... Yeah, that's not happening. It's just a rumor. We know just that's a, not happening. Just a rumor. It's not confirmed. So... Just a rumor. Tonight, I'm joined by Hot Sauce. Ooh, I got top billing tonight. Fuck you. you Mike, go. you did last week, too. No, I didn't. You, I, I thought... No, because you opened up last week with Did I go to... And then I went sauce. to you. Yeah. Okay, so... Kind of by default, though. Yeah. I think it always just depends on, like, who he's ready to make fun of or say something about. He'll go to Rob first if he's ready to insult him early on. So yeah. I'm, catch, I'm catching it in the first 10 minutes. No, in. I'm not insulting. I don't insult oh. Mike. He just got me a nice sign. Look at that. Oh, that is pretty nice. So I, it surprised me with this nice woodwork. It was my logo. It was a surprise, too. Yeah. <laughs> After the discussion it, it, last week, it wasn't. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been anything. I thought it was going to be a big black dildo. I was like thinking he was going to shame me with something. I'm like, well then, like, I don't want this. <laughs> gonna, <laughs> turned out to be really cool. But he got some to, wood instead. You're going to have to get back with your guy. Be like, can you etch this? <laughs> oh yeah. And we're also joined by Kyle. And I just want to tell you, Mr. you're Mister Fucking PBS. Mister PBS. Don't forget it, Mister okay. PBS. I'm going to get you a shirt that says that. Mr. PBS. Mr. F and PBS. I thought about getting him a sign made. It said Mr. Fucking PBS. Get the PBS logo on yeah. there. <laughs> I do think about getting me a PBS shirt every now and again, but I just haven't got around I'm, to it yet. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to do a design this weekend that says to. Mr. F and PBS with the logo PBS. You need to. But anyways, you guys catch that last episode of Chernobyl on HBO? Yep, I'm caught up. That, that show, that third episode is just... I want to I want to stop grueling. you there for a second. I want to go back to the first episode for a minute. Okay. Since, since I don't think we we watched you it. You hadn't watched. I hadn't watched. I'm it. caught up. Okay. I've been I, up I week didn't, to week I didn't to know week. if you watched it or if Rob had watched it. Rob hasn't watched it. But like that first episode, especially the whole thing's been good so far. But that first episode was like like a horror movie. Yeah, isn't it? And it wasn't there. It wasn't like jump scares. It was like dread, like the look on people's you, faces. And you know what happens. And well, it's even, still intense. Even the characters kind of know what's happening. You yeah. Know? The one guy won't even say it, but everybody's like, yeah, the reactor core is gone. It's like, no, no, Ex- go look at it. Except for the guy that uh, is in charge. He's yeah. like, you've got radiation poisoning. Get out of here. I like the one guy. He's he's talking. He's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. We're going to go back and look at the core. <laughs> right yeah. there and throws up in the room. Yeah. But like, you know, they tell the one guy, it's like, uh, go stand on top of building four and look down on the reactor core. The guy's like, no. <laughs> and, and he says no, but he means fuck no. Yeah. But And he goes and does it anyway. Well, only because they bring the military in. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> fucking Russia. You're yeah. going to die if you don't go look, and they're probably going to kill you once you do look anyway. Yeah. But, like, you know, he's standing there listening to everybody saying, the core is gone. Gone. Yep, it's we gone. We got to get out of here. <laughs> and the one guy's like, no, nah, no, nah, just a burst tank. So that that first episode was alone was just like the, the denial in that event is amazing, like the way the government couldn't accept that they failed at something. Well, the guy, mm-hmm. you know, the one old guy gets up and gives the speech like this is the Vladimir yeah. Lenin nuclear power plant, yeah. and this is for the party and all that. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah. Yep. And I'm just I'm I'm watching the show and I'm screaming at my TV. I'm just telling people get the hell out of there. You know, Chernobyl is the highest rated TV show n- now. Yes, it's it's rated yes. higher than Breaking Bad and, and Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones. 
I wouldn't go that far just because Chernobyl is going to be just a mini series. Yeah. But I mean, it's been spot on. Like I said, that second episode was good. That third episode, I mean, where like he he uh, they they asked the one guy, like what uh, uh, Stellan Skarsgård, who plays one of the Russian officials, is great. But he's like, what happens? with radiation poisoning. And he says, well, you basically start melting from the inside out. Yeah. And then for a couple of days, you think you're going to get better. Mm -hmm. And then between three days and three weeks, you're dead. And you and you wish you were dead. And then you see those the guys like, oh, Yeah, when the, the lady goes to find her husband in Moscow, and she gets in and get, he looks decent. Get your pregnant yeah. ass and out of that then hospital. they just start fucking going downhill well, one day at a time. They tell her, too. They tell her, like, you've got 30 minutes. That's it. Don't the, touch him. She stays there. I, how did they, because the one lady freaks out because when the husband gets really bad, like we're talking when his fucking skin is melting off of his body mm -hmm. and she's in there fucking wiping the shit up and the one lady comes in, she's like, how could you let a pregnant lady in there and gets her out of there? I didn't know, I didn't see where she was pregnant. She said It was in the pregnant. first episode. In the yeah. first episode she did? Yeah. Okay, because I, I didn't know where that was. I must have missed it. Hmm. But yeah, oh, that baby's fucked when it's born. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean- I kind of looked up some of the stuff a little bit. I don't know if you guys have ever looked up the elephant's foot, but it's the mass of corium that's left from the meltdown. You you can look it up, and they still talk about it, and it's still yeah. there, and they were about worried about it going into the groundwater and all that. But like you know, that's still there. The uh, you know they they had to bury these guys in lead lined coffins, yeah. solder them yeah. shut, and bury them under concrete. And then pour yeah, pour concrete on their fucking asses because they're they're still radioactive and all that. So I mean, it's it, it's been a fantastic show, and and. It just kind of whole like slow motion train wet wreck of kind oh, of oh yeah it just going. gets worse because there's worse. some people that just genuinely didn't fucking know like we talked about last week where the people are just standing on the bridge in the fall oh yeah <laughs> and you know just they glassy eyed and looking up at the sky like it's pretty. funny like that's not on any of the official reports but a lot of people that were there that got out said a bunch of people died on that bridge mm -hmm. that were just innocent bystanders watching them put the fire out. You know they're sitting there playing in the fucking ash, the radioactive ash. Well, the one, the the one physicist lady, she she wasn't a real lady. She was just like, like different characters for the show. Yeah. But like they open up their lab in Moscow, four hundred kilometers away, and the radiation detector goes off. I'm like, oh, it can't be Chernobyl. That's too far away. Yeah. Well, other countries had detected it, and they were like, "What the fuck are you guys doing over well, they, there?" They, they told them like, like in Germany, they're not even letting their kids outside, and they look out, and there's kids going to school in Chernobyl. It's like we've got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> forget, forget, forget what it looks like. And it's funny, the one guy that knows what he's doing. Uh, that you just mentioned. What is what is his name? The, he's the hero of the show, I guess you could say. Well, the uh, I forget his name's the Legasov guy, right? Yeah, but he uh, he's like telling these officials, he's like, we gotta get as far away from here as we can, and yeah. they're just like, no, it's not happening. Well, he tells he tells that when they're flying in, the guy's like, yeah, just go over the uh, the stack and check it out. He's like, if you go over that thing, you'll you'll be praying for that bullet. He said he's gonna yeah. give you in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. You were to wish you were shot. I, I like the <laughs> I like the one guy. The um. The one that's kind of in charge in the field, Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, I, li I like him because like he's he's wise to it, but he still wants to keep that loyalty to the party. But he also kind of has got a head on his shoulders, like you know, I I know this isn't right, but I don't know what I can do about it and yeah. still keep my loyalty. Is that the guy where he asked him about how to explain how the reactor worked yeah. on the? And plane? then when they get off the, and he's like, "Well, the, this, 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 There's this, the graphite on the ceiling yeah. on the roof." Yeah. Yeah. I, I like him. That I really dude was smart. Like his because he was like, "I know concrete." I yes. worked in concrete all my life, and that ain't fucking concrete on that wall, <laughs> that ceiling. Very intelligent. I like his character a lot. But uh, uh, 
that show, man, it's just so like even this one was like a little bit slower, but yeah, it was still was, intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like still, in, you're because you're like watching these dudes in the hospital, and like when she was interviewing the one dude, I, I had a hard time watching that dude because yeah, his face is all <laughs> fucking <laughs> melting yeah. off of him and shit. And oh man. It's well, just, when she first walks in and they're just laying on the bed playing cards and yeah. smoking cigarettes and just, you know, she goes to see her boyfriend or husband and it's just like... You're like, oh, they might, you know... Oh, no, them guys don't look that bad. Yeah. And then later on in the episode, he kind of goes into it. And then as the episode progresses, you yeah. see them guys just falling apart. Dude, when she puts the fucking sunglasses on him and he looks like fucking... Was it Dark Man or whatever? Almost, oh, and he's shit. just like, God damn... Like, oh, dude, that show, it's phenomenal. I Like, I look forward to it every week now. It's what, 10? 8, 10? 8 to 10 episodes? I think it's uh, only five. Yeah, it's really? short. It's yeah, short. It's only... a mini series. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I was I was going to say six, but, you know. I thought I thought I read it was five. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. But, man, damn. it's it's so well done. And uh, what did you guys think about the miners when they went to the, the coal mine? <laughs> this is how our grandfather's mine. <laughs> yeah. Dude, they went to that guy went there with the soldiers, and they're talking to that miner, and he's like, "We ain't going nowhere with you, dude." And he was like, "Shoot whoever you want, we're gonna fuck you up. You ain't got it. You ain't got enough bullets. <laughs> you ain't enough bullets." He was like, "We're gonna fuck you up, and you're not leaving here." <laughs> what do you want us for? What do you want us to do? He's like, I, "Like here." Then it he is. just he lays it on him. He's like, "If we don't do this, the whole world might be fucked." <laughs> and he's just like, "Okay." Let's go. <laughs> well, you know, Sharon and I talked about when the three guys, you know, volunteered or voluntold when the three guys volunteered to yeah. go down and do the opening of the vows. I told Sharon, I said, you wouldn't even have to ask me twice. I mean, I do it. I do it because it's not just a, I'm doing this for the recognition. I'm saving the fucking country. Well, even uh, I- I'm waiting until nobody else is saying <laughs> I'll well, do it. No well, questions the- <laughs> asked. I'd be the first one to stand up. The- I wouldn't have to be coaxed into it or nothing. I'll do it. You're a good guy. The, the three I'll guys, they said their name in the show, and that's that's the actual three guys that mm-hmm. did it. But one guy was like the only guy on the shift who knew where the valves were and how to get to it. So he was the only guy who could take the other guys in there and do it. Wasn't that crazy? The radiation was eating the fucking... The, the fucking flashlights Flashlight so they mm-hmm. couldn't see after a yeah. while and you know they're like freaking out and those suits they had on you couldn't really see out yeah. of them either but i you know i'd watched the documentary i did those dudes make it out they made it back out they made it yeah. back out they succeeded one do- and made it back out they one didn't docu- make it though <laughs> one documentary i uh watched that said they didn't come out or something like that they got I, stuck I, down there i thought they made it out but yeah, they they came out and they're like giving them fucking pierre water or some shit i'd be like Pfft. yeah i'd have been i'd have been asking for a little more though they gave them like 600 ruples or whatever right I'm like yeah you just go ahead and i want my fucking family i want my family to be taken care yeah. of forever i want but- I want the fucking Soviet Union kissing my family's ass. <laughs> there better be a statue of me somewhere. Right. right my right. picture better be hanging in a like six foot tall frame at the end put, of the hallway. Put, so, put me next to Lennon. Would you go visit Chernobyl if you had the chance? I would. At this point, yeah. I think, I think, I think the you can take enough safety precautions to get, because you can go in the control room and shit now. Yeah. And they've got, you know, they, they're putting that new sarcophagus over it too. So I think they've got it. But that's the thing. If you come in contact with like an animal or something that's been, well, they, you know, they said that in the show. It's like we got to kill every animal yeah. within like a hundred kilometers or whatever. We got because they can fucking. Turn, we got to turn the soil over. Yeah, that's crazy. They, how much money did they spend on that, man? Crazy. You know, like it's it's been a fantastic show. How many people you know? died 
of that. I've looked. I've tried to research and find that out, and there's not they, a true number. Because they made it seem like more people just got like thyroid cancer, and there was a lot of deformities, but they said there wasn't as many deaths. There was like, I think, around 6,000 deaths, they said, yeah. and that was from people that were going yeah, in, that like people search and they rescue, fucking sent that in. were people, just like everything, but also, obviously, because of, the you know, it's Russia. You're yeah. not going to get a true count. You're not going to get no. a legit number. There's going to be residual cancers and stuff that people are going to get from that that you're not going to know. You might attribute it to that. And then but how many people outside of Russia <laughs> caught mm-hmm. something from breathing in the radiation? How much stuff got in the air? Mm-hmm. Like, what did they say when they finally figured out? You know, they got, you said they pulled out the, the little meters, like, oh, 3.5, yeah. not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, they just didn't have the equipment to register. Any you're of thinking that. if you're working at like a, a nuclear plant, they're going to have more than one good meter. You what, know? Did, what did they say? The, the graphite that the firefighter picked up was like 400 million x rays. Oh, yeah. Like Something the equivalent like of 400 well, I mean, million x rays. Yeah. That's it was the core of the reactor. Yeah. <laughs> the guy just picks it up in his hand. Yeah, fuck that. His hand and melts off five minutes mm-hmm. later. I'm yeah, like, he's yeah. just holding it like, oh, this is cool. Here's your hose. And he's like, ah, screaming. <laughs> and like, what the fuck's wrong with him? Yeah, dude, that, I mean, that show is just so fucking good. If I you, love that show. If you aren't watching it, what the fuck is the matter with you? Get an HBO password and as a, catch it. As a, as a history fan, you know, it's nice to see it done in a way that's, so well. It, you know, it's, educational but it's it's compelling you know i I really look for this to clean up at the emmys later on i was i was kind of look looking to see like if this was specifically based on anything like if it was based on a book or something yeah i I can't find anything i don't know if the guy just looked up a bunch of sources or whatever because i kind of they do the little talking about the episode after the episode with the director and all that there there's a chernobyl podcast actually um I think you can get it on uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. and you might be able to get it on like Spotify and or maybe wherever podcasts are at. Is it specifically about the show, the show or, or it's, about Chernobyl? In it's general. about the show and Chernobyl, uh, and the guy gets into details about you know what he you know he's basing things off of, and because um, it's the it's the writer and the director, I think, Man. and somebody sitting down with them. But it's it's really good. I listened to the first episode and it was solid. Is it newer or is it longer running or it just kind of pop up with this? It's with it. It corresponds with the show. Okay. So okay. after every episode, they put an episode out. Okay. So I we, didn't know if it's something that had been around for a couple of years. No, no. This, this is it's the, the HBO Chernobyl podcast. Okay. All right. Because I know the, I know there's other stuff based on Chernobyl, other documentaries based on Chernobyl and all that. But it's it, it's just fascinating this is yeah. good to see and so many different aspects of it and all the different people affected and the, they got everybody in that control room down to the t like they look just like man. the original people like it's scary <laughs> like how much they look like those people uh yeah i mean find a way to get hbo and watch this it's you know, that every, good every because we talked about it before we watched it because they had the trailers and like and everybody thought let like HBO was going to be dead after Game of Thrones, but HBO no. HBO's always had comedy Pe- specials, documentaries. Yeah. People have been saying HBO is going to die since the mid nineties, and as soon as Sopranos ended, they said they were going to die. But they just keep plucking yeah. series away. If they're if they're putting stuff out like this every so often, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep. I watching. didn't know it was just so short of a run. I thought it was like that eight to ten episode kind of thing. I didn't know it was only five or six. Yeah, it's very short. That's for sure. And that's and I kind of like she said. <laughs> she just wasn't as happy about it. But I kind of right. like that. I don't I don't want them running it into the ground, you know. And it's like I said, they've just kept it so compelling. So 
I'm, I'm curious to see how it all goes. All right, so we ready to move on to our favorite segment? Could you imagine if they had like Floridians in Chernobyl <laughs> with the kind of the kind of crazy stuff that would be going on then? What about some Chernobylians in Florida? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You see people melting in Florida. It's like, ah, yeah, it's just he's Florida. Okay. They wouldn't okay. think nothing of it. He hasn't had any skin since 1986. <laughs> What's he's wrong with that out. guy? It's Florida. We don't we don't worry about him. All right. So this week in Florida and crazy news, uh, this isn't from Florida, our first story, but Mississippi lawmaker accused of punching wife in face for not uh, undressing quickly enough. It's the South, man. I think you can still get I away think it's with the Southern stuff. thing, though. Yeah. I think the guy. Knew his Viagra was only going to be holding on so much longer. And he says, "You got to hurry it up." Well, you got four hours. Well, maybe he took it four hours ago. Yeah, and he's maybe like, he was that on could, the tail end. That could have been. Yeah, he was. He, was he thinking- needs to switch to the Cialis anytime. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe he took the Viagra and like did what he had to do, and it's like three hours later. It's like, hey, this is still up. Come here and hurry it up. Didn't want to push his luck and run out. He was out. just ready to go, you know. And he was like, "Come on." And she was like, "Hold on a second. He was like, "No, bitch." And he, what is what is his political affiliation? What is he? Uh, it just says Mississippi lawmaker is facing domestic violence charge after his wife said he punched her because she didn't remove her clothes fast enough for his liking. According to the Sun Herald, state republic or er, representative Douglas Mc uh Load or Leo. That'd be what a member of the House. Uh, a representative. Yeah, he's a representative. Um, was arrested over the weekend after George County Sheriff's deputies responded to a report of domestic assault at his home Saturday night. Oh, he was getting down on Saturday night. Had to get it in before church on Sunday. <laughs> when, when deputies arrived, McLeod, uh, uh, 58, was drunk and holding an alcoholic drink, uh, authorities said. McLeod asked, are you kidding me? After deputies said they were uh, there to investigate a possible domestic assault, according to the incident report. Mm. Uh, Possible. McLeod shouted, uh, the cops are here, slurred his words and appeared to have trouble walking, the report said. Deputies entered the home and found McLeod's wife uh, uh, and another woman at the top of the stairs. Man, what was going on there? Man. The Sun-Herald reported. The lawmaker's wife said McLeod uh, was intoxicated and snapped because she was undressing too slowly when he wanted sex, authority, authority said. She told deputies that he struck her in the face, giving her a bloody nose. Damn. McLeod's wife then fled to another woman's room, the report said. He banged and locked. Uh, he banged on the locked door and threatened to kill the woman's dog if she didn't let him in. The woman told deputies McLeod's wife declined an ambulance trip to the hospital, but said her daughter would drive her there for an examination. The report said authorities charged McLeod with misdemeanor domestic violence. He was released from George County Jail after posting a thousand dollar bond. That's hmm. nothing for him. Thousand dollars. Yeah, that's he probably weird. just pulled it out of his pocket. Like, come on, but let me there was another out. woman there. Yeah, that is weird. And she said her daughter would take her to the hospital. So was her daughter there too, or was her daughter coming to get her? I think her daughter was coming to get her. And he was banging on the door, so he did get a little banging in. Yeah. Okay. State House Speaker Philip Gunn said McLeod, uh, who is in his second term, should step down if the allegations are true. These actions are unacceptable for anyone. Gunn, a Republican, said in a statement at the, to the Sun-Herald, well, yeah, he's going to have to step down if you well, know, it I, is true. He is uh, he is running for re-election this year. Oh, that's going to hurt. But he's running unopposed. 
Oh. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. He's like that mayor in that Florida town. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Running unopposed. Ain't that a bitch? Mm. Yeah, that is a bitch. Well, if he gets found guilty, does that mean he can't run then? So no, it's a vacant think. seat? I don't think so. If it's just a misdemeanor and all he has to do is pay a fine. Yeah. Okay, so the next story. Uh, this is from Florida. Um, Milton, Florida. A video of uh, on Facebook of an alleged Wendy's employee taking a bath in the kitchen sink in Florida has gone viral. The video depicts a shoeless man who appears to be a Wendy's employee take his shirt off uh, and then get into the sink that seemed to be in the restaurant. I mean, it's right there in the fucking kitchen. It's there. Yeah. And I like how it has to be worded to be, you know, allegedly. In a yeah, allegedly. Possible. They're all wearing fucking Wendy's uniforms. Yeah. And it's in a fucking restaurant kitchen. It's plain as day. He hops the fuck in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm surprised he fits, though. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a big sink because it's in a kitchen, but he fits. Yeah. And it, the man gets in the sink, sits down as though he's in a bathtub. Yes, he does. A girl in the background is encouraging the man uh, to take a bath. Get in there. The man who got inside the sink goes on to say it's warm, while the girl enc- encourages him to turn on the j- turn the jets on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the jets are in a kitchen sink. Yeah, you're not in a hot tub, you dumb fuck. Yeah. Um, the girl then hands him what appears to be paper towels, and the voice behind the camera then says to him, uh, "Let let's see them toes. Let's see them toes." And I believe he shows the toes, too. At the end of the video, the camera briefly flips to the front camera mode where you can see a girl who appears to be in a Wendy's uniform smiling. Well, there's two other people in it, and I believe they're all in Wendy's uniforms. There's four people total. He's in the sink. She's recording, and there's another male and female there recording as well on their phones. Yeah. What a bunch of... Why are these people so fascinated with recording every single thing? I don't know. I, it's not even recording it; it's sharing it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> right, right. I'm sure we've all recorded something we shouldn't sure, record. Absolutely, but we're not, not sharing it. No, <laughs> right. That's going on the on the the SD card, putting it on the hard drive somewhere. Yeah, know? I just uh, that's in the bag of shit that your best friend comes over and destroys when you die, or you know, <laughs> hey, if something happens to me, this is the code to the locker yeah. at work. Go get my shit. Yeah, if something so, bad happens, wipe this hard drive for uh-huh. me. <laughs> so. Can you imagine going in there like, yeah, I'd like a Baconator, such and such, with fries, and give me a large cherry Coke, you know, because Wendy's has the nice Coke machines that you can mix. Okay, the freestyles. And you look in the background, and there's this motherfucker flip-flopping like he's a toddler in the fucking (laughs) sink, you know? (laughs) Like when you get the baby bath in the kitchen sink, it's too little for the tub. Yeah, and then you hear a girl say, let me see them toes. Like, yeah, what, I mean, I'm calling, like, I, do you call the police or do you just film it yourself and tweet it to Wendy's and leave? Do you call Man, the health department. I, yeah, I don't know. You know, honestly, but what are they washing at Wendy's? Like the trays, right? You're not eating your food off the, the tray. spatulas well, they use yeah, to smash the burgers the, with. Yeah, I mean, they do have cooking utensils and, I mean, shit that they clean the grill with, I'd the imagine. The scooper that they scoop your fries with. <laughs> and, a little wire bath. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's stuff there. I mean, it's not cool. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be one thing if it was like some homeless guy taking a bath in the sink, you know, in the bathroom or something. But this is just no. This is a full on. <laughs> you know that dude probably worked there or something. He oh yeah, you know he did. I thought I said he got fired for it already. But. You know he did. But man, I just I saw that and I was like, only in Florida. But you know, I'm sure something like that's happened before. Oh, I I'm... caught a guy pissing in the sink in the deli at work. Oh yeah, when I work night stock. Wow, he's a guy on the floor crew. <laughs> 
<laughs> I remember when somebody took a shit uh, by the deli department. Oh, and, really? You know they they were standing up and they had they had to have shit themselves, and they must have not had any underwear on or something because they were able to wiggle it out of their pants. Oh, and man. it was just like a loaf just sitting there in the middle of the floor. <laughs> but for that area though, that's not too bizarre. Yeah, and so they there's more bizarre. I shit guarantee you, you they fucking shit themselves. They wiggled that turd out and then it they walked. Rolled. They they walked around and did their shopping and left. Fuckers are dirty, man. They're savages is what they fucking are. The guy on the floor crew, I was walking through, heading towards that side of the store. It's when I work nights. And I see him standing in the deli. The scrubber from the floor crew is sitting next to the deli. He's standing in front of the sink with his back to me. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he turns around just enough where I couldn't see the member. But I could tell. I'm like, are you pissing in the fucking sink? The bathroom is 20 feet that way. What the fuck are you doing? He must have really had so to go. So I had to call his boss, and they fired him, and I dumped like six gallons of bleach in the deli sink <laughs> and called it a night. No, no. I don't know if it's not PC to ask this question, but what nationality was this person? Because normally, I don't remember. the floor crews I've seen, they're either usually like of Mexican descent or they're, now like, they're, or they're Russian. Now they, they're they used usually to be like Hispanic Russian. or Russian. Yeah. That's yeah. like the new ones it now. It used to be the Russian. I guess it was just some white dude, honestly. <laughs> we had we had a, a, a Russian. This was probably a little bit before I left. Mm-hmm. We had a Russian floor crew. Or Ukrainian or something. They were fucking crazy. crazy. Was it the hot chick and the dude? Yes. And they, <laughs> they were, were fucking psycho. They looked like they were from the fucking like Russian mob, dude. Yeah. They were fucking like they were mean as fuck. Yeah. Like I didn't want any part like you know when you uh, you just see somebody you're like stay the fuck away from that I person. I think Chris and I called him Serge or Sergey or some Man. shit cuz he was like he looked like that would be his name. Like this <laughs> yeah. dude's fresh out of the fucking KGB and I remember one night that bitch mouthed off to him and he went nuts on her and like that was it. The rest of the night they just fucking they left their shit and they left. <laughs> And they did that a lot. He, I worked night stock. They did that shit a lot. You know he fucking beat the shit out of her for and that. And she probably wailed right back on yeah. him. That was the type they, of they relationship. They were crazy. That, yeah, they were they fucking nuts. Awful. And she but. usually dressed a little risque, too. Like, she looked like a street walker. <laughs> like, she's being compensated for her time. But yeah. But they were wild. They they ended up firing one, one of them for, like, stealing cigarettes or something late at I night. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, they were crazy, man. They were off the wall. <laughs> but man, those people, ooh, yeah, they come over here. So and you they, see, if you saw that guy peeing in the sink, you might have left him alone. Yeah, like, you, you I may not have said anything. I probably just would have cleaned up after he was gone. <laughs> I would have just like slowly walked backwards away from the devil. I wouldn't department. have even. I wouldn't have even cleaned up. I would have went and wrote an email to somebody like, "Hey, this." this we dude. weren't using email then. We were still leaving cardboard notes <laughs> stuck to the wall. Well, the cardboard <laughs> note would have been pinned like. Dude pissed here last night. You might want to clean it up. Clean it up. <laughs> Watch for a splash. Okay, so the next story, I think Mr. PBS is going to have a field day with this one. Owners of the biblical replica of Noah's Ark are suing over rain damage. And it wasn't even 40 days and 40 nights. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> womp, womp. You got a rim shot on there? <laughs> no rim shot? Nah. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Ark Encounter confirms beliefs uh, to some in Williamstown as others protest the message and tax use of the $100 million wooden uh, advice. Okay, so what else is... The owner of the life-size replica of Noah's Ark in northern Kentucky has sued its insurers for refusing to cover 
of all things dot 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 rain damage. Uh, Ark Encounter, which unveiled the 510-foot-long model in 2016, says that heavy rains in 2017 and 18 caused a landslide on its access road, and its five insurance carriers refused to cover nearly $1 million in damages. In a 77-page lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court, Ark Encounter asks uh, for compensatory uh, and punitive damages. Uh, the Ark itself was not damaged, and the road has been rebuilt, according to the suit. Tell them to get fucked. Yeah, then. fuck so, you, so, then. So does the insurance company say, sorry, we don't cover acts of God? <laughs> Another rim shot. <laughs> the park is open, said Melanie Etheridge, a spokeswoman uh, at the attraction Dallas-based public uh, relations firm, who only laughed... <laughs> When informed that the Ark Encounter had sued over flood damage. How, how do you sue? What grounds are you... I mean, unless you've got some kind of like a property insurance or something, maybe. Hey, the road's washed but, out. So it sounds like they're not suing because any part of the Ark is damaged. They're suing because of the road, the road to get there. And insurance damaged. wouldn't pay, but the road's fixed. And insurance wouldn't pay for the road. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that would just be depending on how the policy's worded. Yeah, I mean, what a bunch of fucking chodes. <laughs> like, come on. You know, the whole arc's a PR nightmare because, you know, um, uh, when they built it, they asked the guy, said, why don't you have a display of two of every animal? And the guy <laughs> says, because we didn't have enough room. <laughs> like, oh, like, like, if I was like the PR, was like, whatever you say about anything, don't ever say there's not enough room. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you know, fire exits, and of course they have to have the gift shop. But it's like, no, no, whatever you say, don't ever say there's not enough I, room. Have you been to it? I haven't been to you, the Because you've been to the creation. Yeah, it's it's same people, I think, and it's near there. But I, is I it Ken Ham that owns this? Yeah. Is his, he one uh, of the owners? His, his answer's in that? Genesis. He's he's the... He, he did the debate with Bill Nye a yeah, couple years ago. He's the big okay. creation. He looks like... Uh, he's got the Friar Tuck kind of beard, he's you know? He's Australian. Yeah, he's off his. The, well, the name sounded familiar. That's why he's, I asked who he's he off his. He's off his rocker. You want to talk about people that are off the rocker? That's <laughs> All him. right. Like, does he believe in dinosaurs? Uh yeah, I think I think he does. He's just he's just a young Earth creation. He's Is not. He a flat he's not earther. No, no, he's not one of those people that say. At least like, I don't assume he's a flat earther. I could be wrong. He's not one of those people that think like dinosaur bones were put here by the devil to confuse us. No, no, I don't know. So, okay, have you have you talked to some of those people? No, it's. It's a tough conversation. Like you've had that conversation, yeah. Oh yeah. wow! And they they'll straight up like, not even joking. Like, and you say no, those are real fossils, and they're like, no, no, they're not. Well, they had the uh, the YouTube video of like the mom who goes to like the Chicago Field Museum. Yeah, and she's like, she's reading the display plaque. She's like, I don't know what that it is. That is, but it's wrong. <laughs> and, then, and then she's got another video where she's showing you how you can make fake fossils. Is this? The chick that's rather largely well endowed. I think, so. I think that's. I think I've right. seen that video where it, she's sitting at a desk yeah. and she's explaining. Like I've, she's got like a little paint bucket or whatever, and she's yeah, out of plaster. Or something. I've seen that. You know what I love? I love the one video of the lady with the monster cans. That's beautiful. And she's like describing how they're like you know from the devil or whatever. Six six six. Yeah. See, but this is six six six. You turn the can upside down. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's I like love you that. were a fucking crazy bitch drawing parallels at whatever you can see. That one's awesome. Yeah, Man, uh... these crazy, you know, I got, we've talked about this many times between you and I, uh, Hot Sauce. I got nothing against people that, you know, believe whatever you want to believe. But when you start affecting, like, 
education and mm-hmm. science, then you're, you know, we got a problem here when you're right. affecting the progress of the human race. Right. But some of these people are just out of their fucking minds. And Off their fucking rockers. Yeah. You well, know. the internet's really to blame. It's giving these people just a huge money. The internet. I've always said that the internet and social media have allowed people to get out of their small, little confined. Like that shit's confined. Hey. Now they have a platform. It's more broad reaching. I've said that for years. Well, don't worry that you know they'll take care of all those people. I hope so. <laughs> they'll deplatform everybody that isn't you know no demonetized. They can Let's... still spread their word. They're just not getting paid. for Well, it. you can get deplatformed on Facebook and yeah, but you got to be really off the fucking wall there though. Like they're deplatforming a shitload of people now. Like uh, it it started off with Alex Jones, but he's still out there though. Yeah, well, he's he's very. Uh, He's on YouTube a little bit, I think, and they're getting red. Like he's on his last strike on YouTube. Well, there's other channels though that aren't even listed as his, but when like the banner yeah. pops up on the you video, you still see his, his yeah. shit. It's mainly people like posting, you know, clips of him or whatever, yelling at people in restaurants. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they've they've deplatformed. He's off of Twitter now. He's off of Facebook. Uh, there's a bunch of right wing guys. They're getting the KKK guys now off of there. Um, and what's the what's the the gay writer Milo? Mm. Oh, Yiannopoulos. They just yeah. they just kicked him off of He's everything. A fucking quack too. Yeah, they just kicked him off of everything. Whenever whenever I think about all this stuff being on the internet, I always think of the end of uh, Escape from L.A. where. Uh, 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 Kurt Russell's Snake Plissken fires off the EMP that takes out all the electricity and stuff. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, you know, the can more we I do that, the more I think about it, that might not be the <laughs> worst. We <I> just <laughs> can we do that? We made a joke before you got here about you seeing your sundial and noticing it was time to go. Oh to yeah, podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said you're on country time because I said, what time is it? And we remarked on the time. He said, well, he's on country time. I said, he's got a fucking sundial. Yeah. He should be here on time. <laughs> I wish. I'd yeah, he was back. like, "What is it? Eight oh seven now?" I was like, "No, it's eight o'clock." Uh, Kyle's on country time when the, when the, you know, you don't have a sundial. Why not? She's never had one. I had a buddy, who <laughs> but you want one. I'd, I'd Mike, you know, I just got the plaque. You're about to get the sundial. <laughs> we get like a big concrete pillar showing up. Like, what the hell is this? No, he got a movie. You got of mice yeah, and men. I got my of mice and men. I got to watch. Yeah, we got to get. You know, that just reminds me. We got to get Jason over here one time. I saw him last week at uh, at work. He stopped in on his. We'll, we'll have to record on. Like I haven't a, seen him in probably a couple of years. We'll have to record on a Sunday when he's able to stay awake. Because I invited him over here one time and he he didn't make it off the couch. He sat down to eat. He fell asleep with a fucking plate on his shit and he was done. And then left halfway through. <laughs> he left when he well, he got woke mad up because you were recording. Yeah, him. he woke up to us laughing at him and he got up and left. He was like, "I'll see you later." Don't post anything on the internet. I remember <laughs> listening to that episode. Well, buddy, you're fucking 15 feet away, and you're snoring so fucking loud. All three mics are picking you up. We can't help it. Yeah, you got recorded. Yeah, dude, you you got a medical issue. You need to go see a doctor. Please go get help. So, did you have to go do you? You were on a uh, sleep apnea machine, right? Yeah, I have sleep apnea. So did you go and have the study done, or did you have like an at home study? No, I went. I went and had it done twice. Cause what's actually, I've had three of them done. Oh wow! Yeah, well, cause I didn't like the first doctor. I she just there was not a good relationship with her. She just weird. I felt yeah. like anxious with her in the room. I just didn't wasn't getting a vibe from her. So I found another doctor. Um, the first one you go do. The first one you go do, and they kind of get a baseline to kind of see where you're at. Yeah, and then. 
they give you the results from that. And then once you get those results, then you have to go back and have a second one. And the second one is where they actually put you on a CPAP machine and they test to see like what, what kind what, of pressure you need and what kind yeah. of your settings got to be at. They, they work it out while you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like a friend of mine, he's got a CPAP machine also. And his first test, they put him on the CPAP that night. He wow. didn't go back. They were like, dude, you, you're fucked up. <laughs> they put him on the test. They put him like, on the machine. The, like, the, we don't know how you're waking up every day. <laughs> yeah. He, well, he was like, like 50 or 60 times an hour, he would stop breathing. And they were like, yeah, we got to get you. They they put him on the CPAP machine during the first test. Like halfway through the night, they woke him up. Like, go and put this on. See how this works out. Yeah. That's insane, man. Yeah, we got to get Jason in and get him a sleep study. Hey, I, shit, I, there's no shame in my CPAP game. Yeah, you say you're a new man after that thing. Seven hours every fucking night. I sleep seven hours a night. Documented. Not just, hey, I get it. Yeah, right. No, it's documented. Yeah. <laughs> Pull up my that, stats. Those, those record everything, don't they? Yeah, it's all recorded. And then um, it used to be you have to take your little SD. Here's an SD card. You take your SD card yeah. in. But they've got um, a SIM card in them, too. Mm-hmm. So it's all online. See, I couldn't go do the sleep study. I'd be a fucking mess and... It's it's not bad, dude. Like you can take your own blankets and pillows and shit. You're, it's it's a nice room. There's a TV. They just tell you like you gotta be you gotta be lights out by like midnight or one a.m. just so that you can get because yeah. they because they want you. I mean, they have nurses there and shit all night. So they're you know their shifts over like six or I, seven a.m. I'd have to take like a Valium or something because I like, they they wouldn't let you. Oh my god, dude, I couldn't do it. They like, wouldn't let you. I I can't even like be at other people's houses or hotels and get a good night's sleep because I'm always like. I'm not at home. I'm not at home. I'm like, there's an alert. I I rolled in with my own pillow and my 49ers blanket. She's kind of looked at me. I'm like, hey, you said make yourself at home. This is my 49ers blanket. I sleep with it every fucking night. Hey, there you go. Curled up, went to sleep. And then, like, I tried to be slick. I tried to trick them because, like, (laughs) I mean, you've got all these wires on your head. So they're checking brain waves and activities. And, like, they got breathing. Like, they're monitoring you. So they're like, you know, if, and, I didn't have any way to like tell the time or anything. My phone was kind of off to the side. So when I woke up in the morning, I was like, well, fuck, what time is it? You know, I'm not going to open my eyes. I'm just going to lay here and just act like I'm asleep still until they come to wake me up. And I'm just laying there with my eyes closed. And I heard the little speaker come on. She's like, um, you've been awake for a while. Do you want to just go ahead and get up? I was like, what time is it? Can I? She's like, yeah, it's like seven o'clock. I was like, all right, cool. So they knew I was awake without me even opening my eyes and moving around. They knew from the machinery and all the brainwaves and stuff. She's like, yeah, you've been awake for a while. I was like, did I sleep long enough? She was like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Let me get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let me get the fuck out of here. <laughs> nah, dude, it's cool. Man, it's cool. So is there like a bathroom in the room you're in? Like, what happens if you got to piss? And you've got all that shit on you. Get up and go. So you can just, you know, you can just get up and go. It's, I mean, it's, it's wireless. You, well, no, it's not wireless. You're you're wired into a machine, but it's like well, you could. It's like a cart. Like oh, like so you a, can move the machine in with yeah, you. Yeah, like oh, okay. you're wired to this machine, and it's on a cart like a like a IV drip. Okay. So okay. So now I got a good picture of it. Yeah. But like, yeah. yeah, sleazy. We couldn't help but notice you fall uh, fell asleep on the toilet three times. <laughs> 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 no, they're not bad at all, man. Sir, why are you why are you going in there to sleep? <laughs> what the fuck's he doing? It feels like home. <laughs> They're not bad. They're really not bad at all. My dad has to do that. I think he has to go in like once every year or two just to get it redone, redo the sleep study or whatever. Maybe for three or something like that. But he did that. He had the CPAP. I don't know if he still has the CPAP, but he's got like a mouth guard that he puts in that kind of helps him with it. Because I'm I'm. With my weight loss and medication and everything, my sleep doctor, because it's called AHI. It's like your apnea something, something per hour, the AHI. And that's how many times an hour you stop breathing. 
and mine was in like the 40-ish range, mm-hmm. and I'm down to 0.9. Oh, wow. So I don't even want an hour. Now, I mean, I'll have my nights. Like, I think the night before last, I was at 2.0. But with my home machine, my doctor tells me, as long as it's under 5, you're doing great. And my average for the last 365 days, because you can pull that up on your stats, is 0.8. Look at you, you healthy. So he's he's told me. I wouldn't say I'm healthy. I'm doing better. <laughs> but healthy no, he's, bastard. He's, he's told me, though, I only see him once a year. And he said that, uh, you know, like the next visit, we might see about me coming off of CPAP. But he'd, I've, he'd I've, I've heard plenty tests. of people say that it's like it changes their life. I'm like, I don't want to go off it. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's dude, it's legit. It's not a joke. It's absolutely legit. I love it. I'll plug my shit in, fill my water tank up, turn my hose on, and go to sleep. Hey, man, whatever. I I haven't had a cold or the flu since I've been on CPAP. Wow. So that means your 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 body's getting rest getting and it's able to fight sleep. whatever yeah I don't whatever you're coming into contact with well in the mask too because it's got it's got a heated tubing mm-hmm. so you've got warm air and there's a humidifier tank hooked up to it so you're getting warm moist air like before I'd wake up you know dry nose and coughing I'm shit I wake up good to go that's awesome science man now does your insurance cover that yes all right yeah. So CPAP, but no ARC. It's under durable <laughs> medical supplies. Yes. Yeah, they C- won't cover the ARC. CPAP and no ARC. Um, all right, so I think we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsor. And we were, when we return, Kyle's going to talk about Indiana Jones. Oh, I didn't oh, notice yeah. the shirt. All right, so let's hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. All right, so we're back, and before we went to break, I promised you that Kyle was going to talk about Indiana Jones, so let it rip, buddy. So this is something I've been kind of wondering about for a while, and I wanted to discuss it with some people. So uh, today, actually, is the 30th anniversary of uh, The Last Crusade, and uh, May like 8th or whatever. was. Last the- Crusade was the Sean Connery one. I right, love it. Right. Favorite one. And um, May 8th or whatever was the 30th. Fifth anniversary of Temple of Doom. So you, you kind of mentioned it before we started talking about the Crystal Skull. I, I don't even like to acknowledge the existence of the Crystal Skull. I have no argument there. No argument whatsoever with that line of thinking. So the reason I've kind of really wanted to talk about it today is, for one, I love the Indiana Jones films. I think mm-hmm. I've, I've mentioned it before. Like if I had to pick Star Wars Harrison Ford or just or Indiana Jones Harrison Ford, I'm taking Indiana Jones over Star Wars all the time. You know what? Which one is it? The first one where that guy's uh, face melts off? Raiders, yeah. yeah. That's what Chernobyl looks like. <laughs> it really, it really yeah. does. Yeah. So, like I said, I, I saw. You know, people say that sequels and remakes don't ruin the other movies or whatever. But after I saw Crystal Skull, I couldn't watch Indiana Jones for like five years. Really, I, that I, bad? I, I just it, like, ro- it ruined him, dude. If if the were, all, were you around for that? Well, yeah, a little bit of it, like the tail end of it. If you th- there's the South Park episode where they rape Indiana Jones. If you haven't watched it, you definitely. I should. don't watch South Park. I've never watched South well, Park. Oh, dude, they, there's a perfect. Never, never. They they do a perfect thing of uh, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg raping Indiana Jones and like stormtroopers. <laughs> oh shit! And they show him like eating money out of like cereal bowls <laughs> and shit. <laughs> but if it, 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 it encompasses exactly how I felt about it. So, anyway, the main reason I want to talk about it was Temple of Doom. I'll see a lot of people talk about it, and they'll actually rank Temple of Doom 
as their least favorite out of all four of them. And I think these people are just crazy. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I grew up, Raiders, Raiders is like my top number three movie of all time or whatever. So I love Raiders. I, I grew up watching uh, Temple of Doom. T- Temple of Doom's gotten sort of a, a bad rap over the years. Is because that the one with little, little Round in it? Short Round. Short yeah. Round. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's gotten kind of a bad deal because of its portrayal of Indian people. And it's just a mm-hmm. darker movie in general. And I yeah. get that, you know. It's, it's not as culturally sensitive as we are now. And I don't think it should be. So that gets, it gets a lot of grief from people for that. But like, I, and growing up, Last Crusade was my favorite. Really, but now that I watch it, it's like it's like too silly because Temple of Doom was too dark. Last Crusade gets too silly with the way it treats like some of its characters, like Brody and Sala. But like I just I see these people who say Temple of Doom is the worst out of the four, and I just think they're crazy. There's, There's no, no way, way it's worth. No, absolutely not. <laughs> out of all no four, way. no, not a chance. I, I, in just, hell. I, I had to talk to people that I know about this because. So aren't they filming a new one? They're, they're, they're getting ready it. to. They're threatening to. <laughs> they're threatening to. <laughs> yeah, there, there's. I know. You can tell Kyle not. wants no part of it. Crystal I, Skull was absolutely. It was good until the aliens showed up. And I'll even go that far. I didn't think it was a bad movie well, until the aliens. Shia showed up. LaBeouf swinging through the jungle with monkeys. It happens. The, the, the it happens. The, the nuke in the fridge. The the CGI the, the nuke in the, the fridge was outrageous. Yeah, I like I I wanted like an Indiana Jones movie like in my you know I was born in eighty five so I was alive when Last Crusade and all that came out but I wanted like my Indiana Jones movies so you know I wanted this movie for you know ten fifteen years or whatever. And it finally came out. Like I read a little article. Like they couldn't find the right shirt or something, so they CGI'd on a pocket. And I'm like, we're talking about Steven Spielberg's George Lucas and Harrison Ford, so, and so they, they can't could, couldn't find a shirt. They, they couldn't could, get a seamstress, a seamstress, or, or to... some, whatever, whatever the thing was. And I'm like, this is like these are like three guys who can have anything they want, as much money as they want, and they can't like practically do this, that, and everything else. And it so sounds like they got lazy trouble. on that. Yeah. Well, the theory kind of was that. Uh, Everybody's kind of hoping anyway that Spielberg saw like George Miller did with Mad Max and the practical effects, and he maybe wants another shot to to do a last indie movie, right? But as far as I'm concerned, Last Crusade is the last indie movie. And like I said, I just I can't I I can't understand these people who hate Temple of Doom that much. To no, put it under last Crystal yeah. Skull is fucking garbage. That's one of the worst movies I've ever fucking watched. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Yeah, it's it, I, dude. I'm telling you, it wasn't. You can have quirky, corny shit that's like, that don't really work, but it's okay. Mm. The aliens were fucking horrible. That was the dumbest fuck. I, we watched that in the theaters. I did too. I'm, I We went to the theater, and I just groaned. I mean, I, and I'm Mr. Keep Quiet at the fucking movies. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? That was bad. I went to see it with my dad and my sister. If I'd gone on my own, I would have walked, walked out. out. I, and I've never walked out of a movie. I would have walked out of that. It was bad. That was horrible. There's no way you could say that that's worse than no. And like I, I love not, Temple. I'm of, sorry, not worse than. I, I love Temple of Doom. I love no, sort of darker indie. I like Short Round and Willie and the the Stones and uh, uh, I love Mola, you, Indy. Mola Ram and his uh, you yeah. know ripping people's hearts out. Yeah. You know? And that was one of the first movies that got uh, a PG-13 rating because it was so dark. Okay. They, they didn't want to give it an R rating, so they invented the PG-13. Okay. For Spielberg for this movie, and uh, I forget what the other movie was. But I just I think the world's going crazy when I hear comments like that. Like, is I, that I, something that's like a kind of a little niche kind of off in its own, or is it kind of widely spoken that they feel that way? Like, where is this coming from? Just, As it, I've never heard that before. If if you read the comments on like 
articles about Crystal Skull and Indiana Jones, and I see I see Temple of Doom come up as a discussion a lot more now because of the portrayal and its uh-huh. darkness, you know. Okay. So that's that's sort of like the one that people bring up, and even Spielberg himself says he kind of went a little a little too dark with that, and that's like that's part of why Crusade was a little more lighthearted. Yeah. So Temple of Doom, I think, kind of gets talked about a lot in not like a controversial way, mm-hmm. but as a different way. And then whenever it comes up, people just some people not not even a, not even a majority or anything like that. So it's not like it's the trending opinion. Yeah, or something. yeah. But like when even anybody, I just like I just I don't get it. even if even if you're willing to admit that Crystal Skull was an okay movie, I don't see how it's better than Temple of Doom. Okay, it's not. So I want you guys to take a crack here. I want you to guess what the tomato meter is, and then I want you to guess what the audience score is. So you you go ahead for what. Crystal Skull? For Crystal Skull. Kingdom of Crystal Skull. The tomato versus audience. Tomato, I'm going to say it's probably about a 40, 45, and the people probably like a 30. I think, I think the uh, tomato meter was higher. I think it would be like 90 or something. It was it was like high. Oh, really? For what I thought. So I think it was like 90, and I think, I think the audience score was kind of up there, too. For Crystal Skull. Yeah. Okay, so Mike wins if we're doing prices right. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, no, the tomato meter is seventy eight percent. It's actually That's certified fresh. That's still too high. I, how That's is that certified high. fresh? That movie was shit, and the audience score is fifty four percent. I I think it used to be higher, but That's horrible. But yeah, yeah, it's not that good. It's, it's, no. That's, no. that's the thing. It's not it's even not that good. I wouldn't even put it at 70. And I'll tell you, like I said several times now, it's not that it's bad, but it's not that good. No. Well, they, they changed it. It's too, it's, they changed it to like a childish movie for mm-hmm. kids. You know, you know, if you could, the first three were family films, I guess, if you want to call it that way. Yeah. But that one, they turned it into like a Saturday morning kids cartoon or something in yeah. a way. So do you think Shia LaBeouf is, uh, Shia LaBeouf has even said he hates the movie. <laughs> you think he's ready for another crack at no, he's not son? No. no, he he even came out and he told. Well, he's so fucking high out of his mind right now. Well, you know he can kind of do whatever he wants, and I think that's good for him. But like he said, like he said, he blamed it on Spielberg. He or I think he blamed it on Lucas, like Spielberg not keeping Lucas in check or something. But he <laughs> he basically said there it's their fault. He said Spielberg is like old and get whatever he wants even if it's bad for the movie and all that yeah and then harrison ford even said no you can't say that about spielberg spielberg's had a real rough road lately with with some of the movies that he's put out in his older age we know all directors kind of go downhill at yeah but even the greats, you know hitchcock all of them all of their not i don't want to say all their later movies but there's something about their earlier movies or their movies when they're big you just can't compete with some of your later movies and sometimes you get a really good one yeah like you know i still love like spielberg's lincoln but it's not et it's not jaws right. it's not jurassic park you know what i mean he's, right. he's transitioned into a different kind of movie you know even uh ready player one you could tell he was trying to recapture some of that maybe but he couldn't quite get you know there with i that. actually had a lot of fun watching ready player one i've never read the book and everybody that read the book was like mm, it was just okay but i had a lot of fun watching that Sharon movie was a yeah did you like it i love the movie yeah i, I had it was good i had a lot of fun i enjoyed the mm-hmm. music i enjoyed the pop culture references mm-hmm. um I, it, it was solid but yeah people that read the book were just disappointed by it well i wouldn't say disappointed they were just you know yeah yeah so. i think i think some people have a higher opinion because I've, I've i've read the book 
And like I feel almost the same about each one for different reasons. Boy, I'm just like the way they showed Columbus, Ohio. I was like, dear God, I hope I'm not alive when that. It was like a shithole. <laughs> and all that. Yeah, like uh, come on, our city just keeps getting more uh, better and better. I think the older we get, it's becoming more right. uppity. Right. And not you know trailers stacked fifty high in Yet. some fucking village. Yeah. <laughs> That's just how the world. Until goes. everybody moves here and they lose their jobs. And, to automation, and then they gotta live in trailers. Mm-hmm. German play, village becomes a slum. <laughs> they, they play video games all day. <laughs> but yeah, that that was just sort of my topic. I wanted to get out this week because, like I say, it was the anniversary, and it's also like the thirtieth and thirty fifth anniversaries this year of uh, Ghostbusters one and two. So Ooh. you know, the eighties were just yeah. a good time. I might watch Indiana Jones this weekend, holiday uh, weekend. There's 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 still some of my favorite movies. I used to. Uh, I'd start watching Indiana Jones on like Sunday night. I'd only watch like half of it, you know, just like as a Sunday night ritual. So I'd watch until he gets into the map room on Raiders, and then I'd come home from school or whatever on Monday and, and watch yeah, the last forty five minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah, it all <laughs> like it was almost out. like like an anti anxiety kind of thing, like okay. going into the new week. I'm, I just watched Raiders. So at what time did your nanny tuck you in for bed? No, I just I just go to bed and have a nanny. At home. <laughs> she was recording movies on. You know, we always make this joke because Kyle told us growing up they had a nanny that watched him and recorded stuff for yeah. him. And she was did she ever tuck you in? I'm sure I'd, I'd spend the night at her house a few times, like with if, when the parents were out of town or if they the had. To, mm. Yeah, she was like seventy. <laughs> not, a, not a hot babysitter. Cougar. Just a, just a wow. nanny. Did she ever touch you inappropriately? No. Not he even. wouldn't tell us anyway. Nah, I don't think he would. I think it's suppressed in his memory now. Yeah. If if it is, if, if if she did, it'd be on that hard drive. Like, well, it'll, it'll get erased when I die. Nobody will know but yep. me. That's yep. not that's not a video that's getting shaped. No. You know what I mean? Okay, so moving on, let we me, let me have it. Let me have it. We're gonna give it. To we us. caught up with you. You had saw John Wick three. Let me opening night. Chair. We didn't make it in time last Thursday night. Because of select showings. So Friday, we just didn't have time to include it in last week's show. But we saw it Saturday morning. We had... I'm stretching a, out here. I'm about to wear this motherfucker out for the yeah. next 10 or 15 minutes. We had a fucking ball watching John Wick 3 after you told us it was a disappointment. Disappointment. Not bad or anything like it. Just disappointment. It wasn't bad it or a disappointment. You're no. fucking crazy. As soon as that shit was over, I said, Kyle's fucking stupid. <laughs> as loud as I could in the middle of the theater. This guy's sitting next to me. Who the fuck's Kyle? <laughs> Kyle's fucking stupid. Rob's just sitting there licking popcorn butter off his fingers still. Literally. This okay. is Kyle's fucking stupid. After you hear, after you hear, John, are you pissed? And he oh, I'm, his hand or whatever. <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> Kyle's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, I wanted to go. I, I forget what I was doing, but I, I was thinking about going just so you could let me know when it was over. stupid get, ass sitting back there. He might have thrown you in the trash can. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle's fucking stupid. I, I mean, look, man, it's the third installment, and it was as brutal and action-packed as any movie that they've put out before. I mean, how many times did we were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, shit. I will agree with you. That he was showing his age in some of the fights. He is, and he's got a. Uh, he's getting the oh, the gizzard. He's getting the gizzard now. Yeah, he needs to get that taken care of. Especially if they're they're planning on doing ten of these. Like I, I felt, I really 
I really saw him showing his age in the fight with the two guys. But Not I mean, like and, and, the final battle, but just like yeah. it just felt. And it works because well, he's he an hit, older hitman who's been yeah. retired, so well, it kind yeah. of plays he, into He has it. been getting the shit kicked out of him for three movies. Yeah, so yeah. it's not like he's fresh. And, he, and, and he even says that like he later should, in the movie. He should be slowing you down could, just a You couldn't attack. beat me after I've had my ass kicked and shot and stabbed and all that, so don't think you could have done it in my heyday or whatever. Oh, man, I love the fight with the two uh, Oriental dudes that were yeah. like, you're so slow, John Wick. And he was just like, "Come on, let's go!" And those man, guys, I guess they were they were like uh, they worked on the raid movies and all that. So yeah, you could tell they were from. They're like stunt coordinator actors on on those kind of action movies over there and all that. And that was that was a really good highlight of the movie because I love after they finish kicking each other's ass, we just like be seeing you, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna walk away from this." Yeah, one. <laughs> no, it was good. It, I I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was good. I didn't feel like it was too slow in any parts. I didn't feel like it was... It like, just I didn't, rolled, Yeah, man. I didn't feel like I was strung along. I wasn't sitting there going, come on, they're going to start fighting again. Like, I didn't... The the scene on the motorcycles was epic. I mean, yeah. that was some... Uh, that's great accomplishment in film right there. But, man, they were... Whew. You know, I feel like... I, I love, like, the first third of it, right? Mm-hmm. When he's when he like goes into the antique shop and he puts the gun together and he's having that crazy ass knife throwing with everybody. Yeah, that, oh, was, that yeah. was I was I was like cracking up during that. It was just so funny. Yeah, and all that. And there's quite a few movie references in like that third, the beginning of third. Like when he's putting the gun together, Eli Wallach does that in the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. There's like a Buster Keaton clip on one of the big TV screens he's getting in the cab. He goes to the Tarkovsky Theater. So I really liked all that. But then it and it even goes to Casablanca, but I, I don't know something about that Halle Berry middle. I liked it, Halle Berry in that. Well, it was good. It, it, no, I no, I'll agree with yeah. that. It, it just seemed because you know you don't see her. It's just like it's a very abrupt, yeah. like she's very almost not forced, but I want to say forced. Like, well, they, it's a character moment, you know. That, you know, very, he helped her daughter. Yeah, or whatever. very very specific. And though. they, it's very they play into the uh, you know the little thumbprint contract yeah. you know yeah. thing mm-hmm. again. So it's not like I didn't like it. I just if if that if that middle part had been different or not been as long as it was, you know, then the dogs and the action was good. Yeah. But I wish they'd have done something else or like maybe had Halle Berry with the shootout at the end or something. It was, no, no, no. I agree. I get that totally because it. I kind of feel the same way. It was very much. It was almost felt like it kind of broke the action of the movie up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it was like here's this first part. Here's Holly Berry part. And then here's the last part. Like yeah. they just, it was very almost isolated, kind of. Yeah. It just kind of. I you know, could, I almost, you could almost cut the whole thing out. Yeah. No. So, no. I agree. It's like it's not like it was bad or anything. It just, you know, you could just tell it wasn't quite in there. And then I, I really kind of didn't like the end. I don't like when Winston or whatever shoots him. Yeah. Because yeah, and, I didn't and, like that. And the that. main thing I don't like is he had to do it though. Well, he had to know? do it, but. If he was going to do that, why didn't he just do it the the end of the second one yeah. and saved himself all the trouble? So yeah, he could have he could have shot him like uh, right away, you yeah. know. But he wanted to give him a chance, and yeah. I don't think he thought that the repercussions were going to come on him, you know. So I just I kind of didn't like that it was almost pointless because we're back to where we were at the beginning of the second one. So I just, yeah. and I didn't like that he turned on him, you know. As, you know, yeah. you can say because I talked to I saw Rob and I talked about this a little bit. Like he he didn't shoot John Wick in the head or anything, but I mean he shot him off a building. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. So he, he, and he fucking like rang down, you know. Uh, Spoiler alert, you know, off all the fire exits or whatever. Yeah. Do you? Well, wanna... I think when you say they're planning on making ten movies, you don't need to say spoiler. Yeah, alert. and I think I was kind of pissed because I was I went into this one kind of thinking it was going to be the last one for some reason. I don't know where I had picked that up, 
and I, I was reading right before that they were going to make, they were already starting to think about a fourth one. And I think that kind of pissed me off going into it. I'm like, I thought this was supposed to be the end. Or close to it. So, at least, do you, you know? guys want to hear the kill counts? Sure. <laughs> oh, it's got to be massive. 124 kills by gun from John. This is John Wick's kill count. I did. I did in see, three alone or across in, the in three. Okay. I did see something that said he's killed like more people than Jason, Freddie, and Michael, or something like that. Yeah. Really? <laughs> he has 32 kills by swords and knives. The knife in the eye. <laughs> yeah. They even have it broken down in other other categories. So he has three kills from a horse. He has three because <laughs> he. Was, I forgot about the stable fight. Yeah. Oh shit! I forgot about that. He has three kills from the dog. He has one kill from an axe. He has one kill from a book. At the book, that was good. And he has three kills from a motorcycle. It's John Wick's kill count. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! You got that. All right, so one kill by the book. That was at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. So we're back now. Yeah, we had, we little, had interruption. A little, a little interruption from the technical roommate. difficulties. Yeah, technical difficulties. Had to get him set up on the PS View. <laughs> we uh, his the canceled the Direct TV. They know we motherfucker. You canceled <laughs> it. I'm not taking heat for that. You canceled <laughs> well, it. Well, I canceled it. You know. <laughs> They know we can't. No, you canceled it. I'm talking about between me and him. Okay. Oh, okay. no, no. You okay. definitely still canceled it. I, I canceled yeah. it, but yeah. I ran it past first, you know. Okay. All right. But uh, He doesn't like change. Well, no. I and mean, who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, Creatures of habit. I'm tired of a $200 bill. So I was Agreed. like. He was like, is that cheaper? I was like, yeah, it's a little cheaper. <laughs> Significantly. <laughs> yeah, cheaper. it's like 100 bucks cheaper. It's about what I paid for it when I first got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But. All right, so yeah, that one, the last kill was a book kill on this little. Speaking of kill counts, I'd be curious because I want to say at one point in time I had heard Rambo or the newer Rambo movie or something has the most kills in a movie. Oh, that would be an interesting one. Like what movie has the most kills? Holds in the. It? I wonder if Google can. I, I think I've heard something. I remember along... something about. I think it was a Rambo movie or like one of the newer Rambo or the latest Rambo movie. Let's see if Google can find an answer. What movie has the most kills in it? Here is information from TV Overmind. 25 characters with the highest kill counts in history. Um, Rambo, okay. body count 87. This, this, that's six. What's the date on that? How recent is that? I don't know. This is just TV ever mine. Two years ago. This is two years ago, so it doesn't even have John Wick in it. This is 2017. You know, technically Thanos killed half the universe, so I think he Yeah. Oh, and never mind. Scratch it. <laughs> We're done. Thanos wins. Yeah, this one has some uh, Ogami Ito, Lone Wolf and Cub, White Heaven and Hell, 1974, body count 150. So John Wick surpassed that. You would think. In one movie. <laughs> you would think. Damn. Yeah, that's... I'll have to look. I'll look on that. I'll work on that a little bit tonight. Yeah, we'll you might have to that. define some parameters. Of Shoot him Up is number two on this list. And then number three is John Preston from uh, Equilibrium. Equilibrium. I love that fucking movie. It's so great. That was 118 in that movie. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll have to, I'll have to look into that a little bit. All right. 
Yeah, that would I, we we got to find an updated list on that because somebody's done it. Oh, yeah. Somebody's done it after John Wick. Well, 3. this is this isn't recent because this is uh, having a stroke. This is John Wick two chapter. John Wick chapter two has officially been confirmed as deadlier than the first. In case you were running, this is February twenty seventeen. Um, now the official death count is uh, as far deadlier than twenty four. John Wick kills one hundred and twenty eight people in the second chapter, which means there was an additional fifty one people killed in, in comparison to John Wick seventy seven in the first one. So if he killed 128 in the second one, damn. He, he killed way more than that in this one. So, <laughs> Well, individually? or Because Holly Berry was killing people? No, that was just John Wick's total count that that I read off. That was just his kill count by what... what oh, it was get. just him? Yeah, okay. that was just okay. his kill count with what he killed people okay. with. Okay, okay. Wow. So... Damn. I did love that book kill. That was fucking dope. That was brutal. That big motherfucker. That was a brutal scene. <laughs> I can kill you now and nobody will know. I'll just say it was on time. <laughs> yeah. That was a brutal scene. All right. So uh, moving on, we got to get going here. Uh, I went and saw Brightburn last night. And let me tell you, that is one fucked up <laughs> Superman story. Is it? Yeah. It, that's the kid that's like an anti-superhero, right? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing, same story as Superman. You know, Kansas couple that lives on a farm trying to have a baby, can't have a baby. A meteor crashes into their backyard one night, and there's a baby there, and they raise it as their own. And when he turns, like, 13, he just realizes he's got these powers, and he's not a nice kid. <laughs> I, I heard <laughs> Was some... he a nice kid before he, he realized he had powers? He was, yeah, he's nice, and then he just starts to... You know, he gets into that teenager mentality where he, he wants everything right now. And I've heard some people saying that it's a straight up horror movie for the most part. It people, really is. People might not be expecting that. Yeah. You know? And uh, I was surprised there wasn't a whole lot of people seeing the movie last night. But if I had one word to describe the movie, brutal. Mm. It's just fucking brutal. Really? Like some of the kills were really fucking disturbing and nasty. <laughs> like, that's what i've heard yeah like some of the kills like i was like i'm normally like okay with like gore one of the kills i, I like i almost had to look away from i was like god damn that is fucking is it r or nc-17 it's it, r it's r. r but yeah this kid i mean i'm sure there'll be an unrated version oh i hope so extended cut or something on the back of the blu-ray but i mean the i mean the deaths are no joke in this movie i mean and, there, and there's just a scene where he's just, like, flying through the house and shit. I mean, just, like, bullet. Like, it looks like a bullet going through the house. And uh, the one thing that I noticed, though, was that the parents, which is uh, Roy from The Office, mm -hmm. and then the chick was uh, the crazy chick at the end of uh, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, the girl that was in the bathtub. Okay. Uh, you know who I'm talking. Mm -hmm. She's been in a bunch of shit. Yeah, but she's like both of them have played in comedies. Yeah, and it you could tell they had a little bit of trouble doing a a drama horror. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But uh, it was good. It was a solid flick. James Gunn produced it, yeah. and I think his brother was involved in it too. Um, there's some. There's a bunch of guns at the yeah, end of this. I think at the he, credits. Yeah, they, they they're usually involved. Yeah, they work together a lot. <laughs> they take care of each other. We'll just put it that way. Yeah. But Brightburn is really solid. It is a horror flick. It's like I said, one word to describe it: brutal. 
go see it in the theater so you can get the sound, the mm. thump of the, you know, this the, you know, the full theater experience. It's on my list definitely to check out while I can. Yeah, and yeah. it there like I said, man, like it's shocking. Like I went to bed last night and like as I was going to bed, like I just kept thinking about that kid and his fucking red eyes. Like shit, I'm turning my CPAP on and knocking the fuck out. <laughs> he was seven hours, buddy. We can talk about it tomorrow. He was okay. this kid was fucking evil. And it just makes you think, like, man, you got that fifty fifty shot of Superman is real that right. he could dominate <laughs> the human race or he could be a savior. And this kid wasn't having any of that shit. He he was he like there's a scene in the movie where he's talking to a guidance counselor and he just straight up tells her like, I'm superior. (laughs) So that's what you got it. That's what you're dealing with. When you, when you talk about this kid, this kid already knows he's light years above everybody. Was he, was he just a normal kid or was he like a high intelligence kid? And then he found out he had powers or was he kind of very smart? You can tell he's very smart. Isn't he like an alien or whatever? Like, you know, that from the beginning, right? Like, yeah, you know, Superman. Yeah. Yeah. He's got no, 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 but I'm saying he, he's not raised as an anything but an average kid, right? Yeah. He doesn't know. So it is like his, him as a kid in school, is he picked on? Is he smarter than everybody? And they don't really know why. Or he doesn't know why. He's smarter and he kind of gets picked on. Okay. Okay. But so he's, he's, I got powers now. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. the attitude. You can tell why he, he goes okay. the route that he right. goes. Yeah. But like, like there's one scene where they're in a class and the teacher asks for somebody and he just gets up and he, like, I mean, he's pretty much teaching the class at that point and the kids start making fun of him. Like you fucking idiot. I'm <laughs> well, not idiot, but like nerd, you watch, know, watch your language, buddy. He'll find you. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, let me tell you, dude, it, it, it like it's not what you expect, like like you said. And every review that I've read is spot on with what I in, left the theater thinking. And it's a really good flick, like, and it's meant to be seen in the theater. So if you get a chance, go out to the movies and see it. It's a busy weekend for movies. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend we got Aladdin. Aladdin's out. Brightburn. You still got John Wick three out. Uh, Avengers is still Avengers hanging, is still tough. winding down though, because I think John Wick beat it this week. Yeah, John Wick dethroned <laughs> Avengers. I was like, oh, dethroned it. Like, yeah, it already made its billion. It's fine. It already passed Avatar's record, so it's good. <laughs> Did it beat Avatar? <laughs> yeah, it passed Avatar. It's worldwide number one now. Yeah, I think so. Okay, um, I know it was very close, but I didn't. The last I had heard, it it's almost it's it. almost made three billion. So <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, I mean, which I'd like to see with uh, inflation, where Avengers sits. With Avatar, we know uh, it's kind of hard to tell because they still say that uh, Gone with the Wind is the most viewed movie of all time. Yeah. Because back then you could just sit in the theater all day and watch it. Yeah. So it's kind of harder to have like old numbers from older movies and stuff. Yeah. Too. But there's more people today too. And well, you, well, you think you know, and more tickets, more, tickets more, are more expensive and all that stuff. So it's kind of. The Gone with the Wind opened up in Asia, you know, or China, right. and you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, so I mean, there's just so much more you have to account for, and those people went fucking nuts overseas for Avengers like, too. They, I mean, they love those action movies. Did I you mean, see like the people that were running and pushing people down to get no. tickets? And <laughs> I saw I, the people giving other people measles or whatever. But. Yeah, and in China they had where they were opening the theater up. People were running and pushing people down to get into the theater to get a ticket. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's probably the craziest movie I've went and watched. I mean, as far as like trying to get a ticket and then mm. the theater being as full as it was, that was uh, one for the memory. <laughs> you know, I wanted to ask this uh, the other week because our our buddy uh, Mister Long, he asked, "Do you think 
the next Star Wars. Star movie. Wars will beat Avengers. Yeah. Oh I yeah. I don't think so. I don't. I think it will. I don't think so. Because I don't. Well, I don't know. Wait, is it Episode Seven that holds the domestic record of nine hundred million? Uh, I don't. I don't recall now. Do you imagine? I don't. One. It's either Episode Seven or Eight owns the record for domestic total, mm. and it's nine hundred million. Which I think you know, Avengers is probably like at eight hundred or something mm. by now. But one of those holds a record, and then it, it's it's like right behind Avatar, obviously mm-hmm. worldwide sales. <laughs> so it may get a domestic record over Avengers, but I, I don't feel I don't I don't think people are, are as hyped for the last Star Wars as they are for an uh, Endgame, except for that one guy that was crying. Well, know. but he he he's, may he may have motherfucking cr- hyped. He might he might have cried at the Endgame trailer too. We don't know. In Endgame is projecting. This is based. I'm like in the fifth article, fifth paragraph of this Forbes article because they're talking about Aladdin and what it's going to split at and John Wick. Um, assuming it continues to play with the split, MCU epic will be at around two point seven zero five billion by Monday. It's still too close to call. Um, but Affinity War, blah 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 blah. And if Avengers goes to eight hundred seventy million domestic and two point nine billion worldwide, that's very close to topping Avatar. Two point nine? Yeah. It's it's not hasn't hit two point nine. It's very close to topping Avatar, which is two point seven eight. Hmm. Cause they're talking about how Aladdin's gonna impact it and John Wick knocked it down this week and how everything's gonna play out. Yeah. Uh they Detective Pikachu stole some money. Uh, it's they do think that Lion King's going to break all the records too. It could. Star yeah. Wars Force Awakens. Uh, no, it says lifetime growth. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars uh, Force Awakens is at uh, nine hundred thirty-six and some odd uh, millions, and Endgame currently is at seven hundred eighty-one. So it's still got another two hundred million to go. Yeah, and that's domestic. I I got to imagine that Endgame's going to stick around until July too, in theaters. So we'll see what it ends up I think up there's doing. some big stuff coming out in August, isn't there? I think August is big, because we were talking about being on vacation and seeing a lot of movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I mean, August is going to be real big. Here on out, the rest of the weeks until August is another movie coming out. Another two, you know. So it's it's going to trickle. It's definitely going to take its hits from now on. So, But, I mean, they've, they've already made their accomplishment. They're happy. So they don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're fine. Um. All right, so we're at an hour and 13 minutes so far. Kyle, you want to tackle this Game of Thrones series finale? Yeah, we'll go for it real quick. I don't, I don't really have a lot to say. I, I'm, you know, I'm disappointed, but at the same time... Oh, I'm so disappointed. I'm not, I'm not signing any petitions. No, exactly. I'm not going to go out and... I'm not going to say, like, it needs to be refilmed. I mean, they did what they had to do, obviously, and they, let's remember, they don't know everything that's truly happened in right. what's his face is mine because the last book's not done yet. Last two books, yeah. You know, I, I've told this. I might have said this on the podcast in the last couple of weeks, but my biggest problem is that they cut out seven episodes between the, in the last two seasons. I, I really think they needed full seasons for these. And, yeah. and you know, I didn't agree with you a couple of weeks ago, and now that it's over, I think they do need it. Yeah, if and you know, some people are saying that they wanted to hurry up because they're doing the next Star Wars movie or trilogy yeah, the or something. Game of Thrones writers, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or some people are saying they just wanted to hurry up and get it over with so they didn't screw it up too bad or whatever. Like, I don't necessarily disagree with what happened to like the majority of the characters, but if if you go online and look at all these little threads they left hanging or things they didn't explore, 
there, there's a lot out there that if they'd had seven more episodes, the least they could have done was bolstered the stuff they did, let alone finish up some of the storylines they left hang. Yeah. So uh, here's the thing with me that like they set all these characters in motion all these years, seven, eight seasons, whatever you want to say. And then it ends and none of this makes any, it doesn't mean any goddamn sense. <laughs> Is it, it that bad? Yeah. I mean, it's just like it ends and it's like Jon Snow gets royally fucked and he shouldn't have. I felt like, well, if they were going to do what they did, they should have just killed him. Yeah. I mean, really, I'd have been happier with Jon Snow dying. Because, you know, I mean, in a, in a way, it's a happy ending for him because he gets what he wants, really. He wants to go up north and be left alone yeah. for the most part. Does he get to, like, bang his cousin or something? His aunt. Okay. He does, but he ends up killing her, too. <laughs> for, the, for the good of the <laughs> And, I mean, you get into the last episode, and it's like, boom, 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 boom. And so well, That was the other thing. It's like, you know, Game of Thrones is known for their kills. But, like, every episode in this last season, they had to kill off, like, two or three main or at least known characters just to wrap things up. And if they'd have had those seven episodes, they could have, you know, spread it out and had more a little more of an impact. But but here's the thing. The Game of Thrones is centered around two characters, the entire, you know, series. You know, you're following Daenerys around mm-hmm. and you're following Jon Snow. Jon Snow's a bastard to uh, you know, the Starks, but you kind of always have this feeling that John's more than what they lead on to. And then you find out that John is, you know, he's, he's half Targaryen and he's half Stark. So he's a male Targaryen. So he's the rightful heir to the throne, but then they go and, you know, fast forward to the series finale, you know, Daenerys's army just takes out King's landing. No problem. She's, you know, Goes and makes her big speech, which was fucking phenomenal. That, that was good. That was the best part of this, mm-hmm. you know, this year. She comes out and the dragon's behind her, and it looks like she has wings. That was when she's that was a great down. shot. There was some really great shots in the last season, you know. But and she knows John's the rightful heir, but he's like, "Hey, I don't want it. I don't want it. It's yours." She's fucking crazy, whatever. Which I seen that coming. Yeah. But they didn't have enough time to build it. It just happened. Not toward the end, you know. They did. It just she just kind of snapped. So John's the rightful heir, and she has her own army, and it's a decent sized army from what's left of it after two big battles. And John notices after she takes out this entire city that she's fucking crazy. She she's burning children alive, and she wants to liberate. All the world, but she's gonna kill a lot of people. Yeah, and she makes it to the point known like she's tired of this shit and she's gonna do whatever she has. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, and he's like, "You just burned some fucking kids alive. You need to chill out." And she's like, "No, I'm not chilling out. Rule the world with me." And you know, they're they're in love, but there's no like they didn't build up. They didn't build the relationship up. Like it just happened. So he's she spent she's she has spent all this time waiting to get here and john has spent all his time just getting caught up and doing the right thing yeah so you know and he never wants to be uh you know a ruler of anybody he just he'd, he would have kept his mouth shut in general yeah but so he gets talked into killing her to save everybody so her army finds you know doesn't even find her that once he kills her the dragon swoops in and you know i heard something about a dragon taking a body like where oh, the fuck does it go what yeah do they do? the dragon gets extremely like torn up when he sees that she's dead so it burns the iron throne down that they're all fighting over seven years 
this iron throne that they love. You know, everybody thinks they have a fucking claim to. It burns the throne down, and you know, the castle's already half destroyed. Yeah. You know, they're in ruins. They tore up the keep. <laughs> yeah. So the dragon flies off with her. There's no. There's no body. And this dragon is like having human emotions now. <laughs> yeah. That's never been exhibited well, before. Uh, sort of, yeah. Okay. The, the, the dragon is. That's it's her mother. Yeah, really. the dra- yeah, she was the mother of the dragons. Okay. And they, they, they defended her and you know. But the dragon flies off with her. There's no there's no body. And somehow they hold John. Well, you know John told him. John's an honest guy. He's yeah. like, yeah, I killed her. <laughs> but like I'd have been like, well, fuck that. Like, I'm the rightful heir to the throne. You're not you're not fucking doing anything to me. That, that's how it was. She didn't accept it, so I killed her. But John is torn up because he loved her or whatever. So he lets him take him hostage, which I'm thinking, you know, back then they wouldn't have taken him hostage. They'd have just killed fucking you. killed him. Yeah. So they hold him for three weeks until they, they can assemble three weeks? Yeah. It's like three weeks. Yeah. Am I right? Some some amount of time. So they hold him three weeks until they can assemble a panel of all the the kings and queens. The great houses coming together. Yeah. And they're just like, no one, the sisters both know that he's the rightful heir. And they make a big deal about it the episode before. Like, hey, you need to fucking say something. This is your kingdom. And they say nothing. Like, it's just not an issue. They say nothing. Tyrion says nothing. And then it's just uh, after that, they name his brother the king, who hasn't done shit. He's in a wheelchair. He's been in a wheelchair since the first season. But he's a three-eyed raven. He's got, like, he knows everything. Yeah, he mystical can, powers. Yeah, he's he's got powers, but he's he's special in a way. But he, look, he looks like he's stoned the whole. Sounds kooky. He doesn't want the kingdom. It, it, like none of it makes sense. The ending just doesn't make sense. They fucked it all well, up. It's not necessarily that it doesn't make sense. It's that they haven't built the things that they needed to build. It just yet. happened. Yeah, that ending would have it's been like, okay if you had a now, lead up to it. If for they, the most part, if yeah. they had been a, able to map and flesh out more stuff, yeah. if they had a full two seasons and they could have explained what Bran was maybe seeing in the mm-hmm. future, or, and we could have gotten some dialogue in between here and there, then might yeah, it might have made sense. Mm-hmm. But well, it makes it makes they 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 do kind of explain because he can see the past and maybe the future. So you know, you'd obviously want him to be the king because he can. He can literally see. No one can betray him. Yeah, you know? and he can see where everyone else has gone wrong in the past. So, you know, it kind of makes sense to put him in there. But at the same time, he's never wanted to be a king, you know. He even admits he doesn't want it. <laughs> until he until he's like, yeah, sure, I'll take it. Yeah. All right, cool, it's like, thanks. he's like, yeah, I don't want to be it, but why do you think I'm here? <laughs> so it was, it, it's, like, it's like they chose the obvious easy fixes for all the characters. And in a way, it's, almost, you know, um, it's not known for being like happy, but most of the characters in their way kind of get happy endings. They all kind of yeah. go off and do the thing they want. So it was almost like well, I'm was, sure the lady didn't want to die and get carried away by no, a dragon. No. no, she she got the But it was it was almost bound it was to happen. Due, a lot of people are upset because they were Daenerys fans. And they've built Daenerys up as the hero for six or seven yeah. seasons and then she snaps and she's the villain. Hmm. So but it's also been with all within two episodes. Yeah. But it's been they, it's been throughout of, the season. It's like her her father was once the king and went crazy. Okay. So it's 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 in there that she was probably gonna go crazy. They mention it to you in certain dialogue, but you thought Hollywood Hogan had a hill turn. <laughs> oh boy, that's she, the next I think, right there. I think she's got the hill turn of the century. Damn, like okay. I, I had I had two endings I was hoping for. Uh one 
is that like the people get tired of all this shit and they just kill everybody and like yeah. they they change it into a democracy, which almost actually kind of happens. Yeah, one of the characters suggests, why don't we just let everybody vote on the king? <laughs> and they laugh, and they, they laugh, laugh him down. Like, like, why don't we let the goat vote too? <laughs> yeah. So that was my other one ending, and the other ending would have been uh, Daenerys becomes the queen, but like before the series ends, it's clear that she will go crazy sooner or later. And they'll just have to kill her, and like the whole thing will start over again. It's a very cynical kind of thing. But it, it's funny. They make Bran the king, and he's like, Tyrion is a prisoner too, and he wants Tyrion to be his hand, his right-hand guy. And the army, the the general, the war of, uh, what do they call him? Grey Worm? The, uh, Grey Worm. What master was, of War. Master of War. He was, the, he was Daenerys' master of war. But so he's the guy that has Tyrion and John Smith held hostage. And he's like, no, Tyrion is not your fucking hand. He's my prisoner and I'm going to fucking kill him. And Bran's like, well, I'm king and I can do whatever I want. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> but then they want Jon Snow free, but Grey Worm won't have it. He wants him dead. So they settle on him going to the Night's Watch and just never marrying and, you know, protecting the wall. But there's no night watch. It got destroyed, and nobody's left in the night watch. So, well, but and they, but they still need the night's watch, probably. But they don't what? explain. For well, because, why? Because the night king will come back at some point, another three thousand years. How's he? He's dead though. Well, but that, but that happened the last time the night king came before, or something came before. It's just it. It all. It, it's a big. Sounds fucked up. It's a big clusterfuck. Sounds like a big clusterfuck. Like they, they took the cliff notes and just put the cliff notes on there. They're like let's not fuck this like, up too much. It's one of the worst endings for such a great show. Like it rivals the Sopranos and Dexter finales. Uh, you know, and it might be it might be worse than those. Really. And I thought Dexter was like the worst ending ever. Like I was like literally. I still don't know how Dexter ended because I've never finished it. Oh, well, and the thing about Dexter, and I've was, heard it's fucking whack. It's I've awful. heard it's fucking it's hot fucking trash. Awful. I've it's heard awful. it's hot trash. Like the last three seasons of Dexter, just weren't that good. Uh-huh. Like after season four with John Lithgow, it just goes downhill because like all the all the writing staff left or whatever. Mm-hmm. And every time they have a chance to make a good decision, like Deborah should have found out that he was a serial killer a lot sooner than she did. If they'd have done that. That would have, you know, and dealt with that. Mm-hmm. That would have made the show better. So they just kind of kept making wrong decisions. So you kind of knew that it wasn't going to be a, a great ending anyway. Yeah. But they actually kind of got it back a little bit. You thought they might have had something up their sleeve, and then they did what they did. And it I, just. I always felt like Dexter should have died. Or like, gone to jail or something. Yeah, like, like it was Dexter just the writing on the wall. He had, had <laughs> escaped so many times and. You know, somebody had always caught on to him every year. Like uh-huh. he just should have just fucking died. <laughs> like, so that that surprise, one, surprise, kind of, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so that that one you kind of saw coming. But, but no, like Game of Thrones, it was just like they. You could tell this season was really rushed, and not only that, but I mean, just the like one episode, Daenerys has a coffee cup. Yeah. You know, while they filmed a thing that yeah. they had to go in and edit out. Then in the finale, there's a water well, bottle. I heard the water bottle. Like, I mean, it's like, come on, people. Like, this, there should be somebody on top of that. The cameraman yeah. or, you know, the director when he's watching the playback, like, oh, we fucked that up. Um, there should be so many people re-watching the episode before. How does that aired, get through know? editing and post-production and and then the approval rate, you know, whoever approves it to go through? Like, right. It just sounds like it was a big fuck up, and you, they were done. I just think they were done, and they were ready to get it the get fuck out. over with and be done. And it proved, man, it, and it was bad. But I just think they should have 
I mean, fuck, they should have just waited another year. <laughs> With all that time, they waited. You know, you yeah. Think and, I mean, we waited a year for this, Mike. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, but I mean, I still think it's one of the best shows that you can watch. I, I might mean, watch it sometime. Well, just we just spoiled order. every one fucking and bit dude, of it. I'm for not, you. By the time I watch it, I'm not going to fucking remember. Or it's care. it's certainly worth a watch. I really think so. Like those it, first it six seasons were solid, and then they just kind of started taking the easy way out on things. Yeah, you know? I'm. I, it, I knew. In season seven, in season seven, the two sisters get back together after they have they've been apart since season one, and one of the guys' name is Littlefinger, and he's like behind the scenes backstabber and all that. As like uh, the big plot point for that season is that he's going to make the sisters turn on each other. But you know, like even though it's Game of Thrones and stuff happens, you know there's no way these two are going to turn on each other and let you know get in a mm-hmm. fight because of him. Yeah. But that's a big plot point, and it just never ever comes close to working. Right. But it's it's a way it could have gone, sure. But it's it's just it just didn't work at all. And there's you know there's shows that Sharon and I watch many shows throughout the week, and there's just certain plot lines. It's like that's not going to happen. Yeah, it, it's like, almost it's not going to happen. Just, They're not going to do that with that character. That's not going to be something that happens. Just like you said, they set things up, and then it just disappears. And if like and like I said, I still I still enjoy the way. The majority of storylines ended for the show, but if you go online and look it up, they'll be like, "What happened to this reference or or this prophecy or this that and the other?" And it's just how oh, they just dropped it. But you know, they have uh, I, I, they are back on track with this now, and they're filming the first uh, prequel series. But they've got a shitload of prequels that they plan on doing. I thought they said they got rid of a bunch of them that they were planning on the, doing. It there's time. like ten of them or something that they could do. And I mean, it's all stuff that they've talked about on the show mm-hmm. through, you know, people that are talking about the history and all that. Well, even even uh, uh, George Martin, the writer of the books, has done a couple of prequel books or short story books with like side stories. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's tons of stuff they can do. But man, that dude, he's a little weird looking. <laughs> he's just kind of old and fat at this point. <laughs> yeah. He's getting he gets in fights with his uh, his readers, it's like because they they tell him it's like George, you're looking kind of old and fat. He's like. What you think I'm gonna die before I finish these books? Fuck you. <laughs> well, you see the material that he writes. He's not someone that I would think of as a normal looking person either. Yeah, he's well, there's a lot of incest in this show and <laughs> they got no problem showing it, you know. You see the material that he puts out. I don't think that that's someone that's really <laughs> He normal. loves he loves dragons and titties. Titties and dragons, man. I applaud him though. He gave a great show. He gave us a great show. I'm still I still I'm gonna I'm gonna finish the books when they come out. I'm, I've still got some hope. Well, he did say the book will have a different ending, so I think mostly because he because the show I think kind of downplayed a lot of the fantasy elements, other than like the dragons and in you know Night King's White Walkers and all that. But he won't he won't do that in the book. He'll the, he'll play into the it. The dragons are really well done in this show, though, and they're fucking awesome, man. <laughs> they like breathe fire and like eat people. That shit is awesome, man. You're like, dragons, fuck dude. yeah. But yeah, most dragons do. Most dragons breathe fire and eat people. But it, they're done really well on this okay. CGI, and it's it's awesome, dude. Fucking with you. Yeah, I know you are. I know. But I know you know. That's why I'm doing it. The way the way that Daenerys uses her dragons, you're like fuck yeah. But, I, I will admit when uh, John shanked her, I, I kind of laughed because it was just kind of like what? That's it. Yeah. Well, it, it it all goes back to the. You know, they're, they're supposed to be in love, but you just don't feel it because there's no... The two of them as actors 
don't have like a a good connection going there. You, it's just well, they don't give them enough episodes. Again. Exactly, there's no time for them to build a relationship because in like in the last couple of episodes of the previous season, it, there's some stuff there. There's some chemistry. Well, but the, like it does like they spend this last season, you know, John finds out it's really his aunt. So he's a little perturbed by that. And plus she spends like half the season pissed off at him anyway, because yeah. she knows that he's the real King now. Well, so, he, he's a war hero too. Okay. So everybody loves Jon Snow and she's used to people showering her with respect she goes to the north. People they, in the north don't give a shit. They have this huge battle with the with the Night King and the White Walkers, which are just zombies, mm-hmm. and they win, mainly in part because she supplied enough people to, you know, die right. in time for them to kill the Night King, and no one is celebrating her. They're celebrating Jon Snow and Arya Stark, because Arya Stark's the true hero of the battle. She kills the Night King. But and she's just pissed, and that's when the heel turn kind of comes into play, or you start to see the seed of it being uh, watered and planted. But and I, it's just not enough time for it, everything it just to develop. Better, it really did. It, did. Yeah. it deserved a little more. I've heard that TLC. a lot. Like, could just... they have not have signed these people for two? Uh, you know, given us two years. <laughs> they think... like they should have just did the two full seasons. Yeah, took some time with it. But it would have been fine. But, I mean, we got two. Season seven was what eight episodes? Seven and eight were one season, technically. Yeah, oh, basically. Yeah. I mean, this I mean, one was six was six episodes, yeah. right? I mean, they cut out seven episodes mm-hmm. of a ten episode season, so there was basically a, they could have done a whole other season. Yeah, yeah. and then they rushed. Them. So it just I mean, yeah. it was just a, an epic disappointment for anybody who was a fan of the show. I don't, I don't think I've talked to one person that was like, man, that was a really good finale. I liked it. Yeah, I just like I mean, I'm, I'm okay with the decisions in, in a lot of ways, but it was just you either run into somebody that's just like, I understand what they did, but I'm disappointed, yeah. or you talk to somebody that's like, fuck that, <laughs> I signed the petition, they need to refilm the whole season eight. Yeah, yeah, I, I won't go that. Far. It's like, yeah, HBO's not spending not, that money, not bro. A petition, no, man. Not at all. Even though uh, <laughs> the final episode had like 19 million viewers or something, it's like the highest rated episode of the show. <laughs> they want to watch it to finish it off. Yeah, so. It is. It is what it is, as as some people say. Game of Thrones is gone. Yep. If you don't like, you don't like it. Read the books. That's a rat. No more Game of Thrones. Go watch Breaking Bad again. True. I did see somebody left a comment about how it's like you know nobody talks about the last episode of Breaking Bad because it was just a whatever episode. It's not like you know, not like it's even kind of controversial like Sopranos and stuff. I'm like, what is this person talking about? I love the last episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah, it was beautiful. Get the fuck out of here. When it, when when Walter's looking at the his meth and Baby Blue kicks mm-hmm. on, he realizes like ah, I I could have shed a tear. Get out of here with that junk. I'll never not talk about Breaking Bad. If we're we're getting about- more Breaking Bad too, so I'm yeah. gonna love that. I don't I don't really need that, but Netflix yeah, movie. All right, so that's all we got for you. Um, make sure you tune in next week uh, for the return of Rob Zilla. Maybe yeah. maybe. He yeah, might, he might stay out there. You never know. I mean, we think he's getting hitched right now. He's out there for a wedding, but we think he's getting married. Woohoo! But Who, uh, is it her family that's getting married out there? Her cousin, yeah. So you know, all her family's out there. They're going to be putting the peer pressure. Peer pressure. You know, you know Rob doesn't stand up without a peer pressure. No, he's outnumbered. You know, vastly he, outnumbered. Like, like and that, she's got a big family. So I mean, you, if they're all surrounding Rob and they're like, "Get married," he's going to be like, you, "Yes." You, 
everybody out there heard how easy it was for like the two of you guys to get him to update his Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's he gonna do when yeah. that, when her whole family's out there being like, marry her, Rob? Now, do you think somebody? Okay. You, do you think somebody that's a that's listened to the show heard that Netflix one and they're like, Rob, hit me up. Can I get that Netflix we'll password? Get that password. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yes, that's all we have. Uh, return of Robzilla next week. We're going to talk about some trailers and we'll, Picard. of course, find something else to talk about. And as always, my call to action is to share the show. And you know, share it with everybody. Share it. With, I don't care. Just share the show. And I'm also thinking about doing an HBO giveaway, a subscription to HBO. Really? Yeah, it'll just be like a one month or something. But send him a gift card or whatever. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna think. I'm trying to think of a good way to do the contest. He's gonna blow his whole fucking ad revenue for the last three years <laughs> in one giveaway. No, 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 no. <laughs> this. Well, not like it's hard. <laughs> no, an HBO subscription is only fifteen bucks. Okay, so. all right. Uh, but I w- I'm gonna try to figure out a contest. Whether I think it's gonna be through social media. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. So. And it'll either be an HBO subscription or maybe like a Hulu or something. Okay. So that, that's a good enough we'll, we'll entice. Get that, we'll get them that HBO subscription so they can watch Chernobyl. Yeah, I think there it's a good go. enough, uh, a good enough, uh, you know, thing, a good enough contest to get people to listen. If and all share. they got to, if all they got to do is like and share some shit for some HBO. Yeah, for and, a month of HBO. And I'm, yeah. I'm thinking that's what it'll be like. You know, like I'll, maybe, li- I'll like and share the show for a free month of HBO. <laughs> You, you are disqualified. He doesn't have his own sir. goddamn fucking password anyway. Yeah, you're disqualified because you you work on the show. So, and again, thanks for the the nice plaque here. We'll have to post that up, Mike. Oh yeah, it is I very, appreciate it. It's very nice. That's a that's a very unique, you know, and thoughtful gift. Yeah, I like it, man. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Anytime. You should have lied to us and told us you made it yourself. I did. Yeah, I spent all night carving oh, and etching did. your, your <laughs> <a> butter knife. <laughs> I'll have to post that so everybody can see it. But yeah, hey, thanks, man. And uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Sleazy Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and remember, listen to Sleazy.